Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast comes in association with Nutmeg, the Scottish football periodical. The subscription-only quarterly publication is filled with top-quality writers, great articles and fascinating stories about the beautiful game in Scotland. Get your subscription at www.nutmegmagazine.co.uk. Scottish Football Podcast. I'm Duncan Mackay and I'm joined this time by Joel Sked. Hello. And Craig Fowler. Hello. So we're getting to the business end of the season uh, and so that means that there's a lot of fixtures this weekend that had uh, that had huge ramifications for the rest of the season, which is why we're going to start at the game which had absolutely nothing writing <laughs> on it because it was so goddamn hilarious. Motherwell St. Johnston, uh, who would like to laugh first? <laughs> I'll go first. This was this is a rather strange game, and I, I said on Twitter when I kind of wrote my wee kind of blurb to do with my kind of list of trying to watch every game. I said if I if I did a thank you for not defending, which I occasionally do for the Patreon, then it would be an hour and a half long for this game because Motherwell were unbelievably poor at the back. They weren't even they were probably still the better side until it went two 0 uh, by which point afterwards, I think St. Johnson boiled by the fact that... They could lump anything yeah, into the box. Yeah, boiled by the fact they pretty much scored with their first two attacks. Kind of thought, every time we go forward, we look like scoring. So it was just... Every single one of the goals was far, far too easy. I'm trying to think of them now. I wish I'd done notes in the game, and now I've forgotten my notes, so I'm just kind of having to think from memory. The first goal... Yeah, the, the <laughs> first goal might, be my, might have been my favourite. Because it's clear, it, it looks ridiculous. You get David Wotherspoon on the right of the box, and then you get Ricky Foster supporting outside, and there only seems to be one Motherwell player in the vicinity, and that's Cadden. 
and it means that Foster, like literally inside the penalty area, just has time to stop with nobody really closing him down and then just pick out a cross, which McLean, who is then unmarked, heads it in the back of the net. And you look at Motherwell and they're just all over the place. And the reason for that was that they had a, they had two corners, in fact, up the other end, one after the other. And it kind of stemmed from that corner. But St. Johnson had knocked the ball about for about a minute before... Yeah, you, you don't necessarily think St. Johnson as, uh, you know, the... The, the transition side that can, that well, can they, did, they didn't transition as quickly <laughs> they, they done quite well it, it was a nice enough move they, they knocked the ball about quite patiently and from side to side but that was exactly it though it literally took about a minute Motherwell plenty of time to reset themselves or at least get organised so that people are know who they're supposed to be covering in these unusual positions but it was just a complete farce and that just set the tone for the rest of the day Tom Aldred probably had his worst performance in a Motherwell strip I think it was his uh, mistake was I think goal number five where he, he kind of comes steaming out he recognises the danger gets back and then still doesn't bother marking Liam Craig anyway um, David, David McMillan yeah sorry yeah, yeah. that's it I, I watched I watched watched highlights on uh, sports um, online earlier on and it's like defending isn't that bad uh, and <laughs> I went back a couple of hours later. Like, I must be misses over here. Watched it again, and then when he kind of pay closer attention, like, yeah, but it's really bad. It was only until the second time I was watching it that I realised Aldred was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Dunn was really, really bad, bad as, well. as well. Yeah. So was uh, the other uh, Murphy Maguire. Maguire, that's it. Barry Maguire. Yeah, he was. He was really poor. He was. I was just saying, it wasn't hold of half time. They changed the formation at half time. They went to a flat back four, but that didn't really help matters. You can go through all the goals. The they're all fairly preventable. I'm trying to remember. There's moments where they could be prevented, and yet they weren't. What was the second one again? The six was, was that Anderson's. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So that was um, that was Maguire for whatever reason, kind of leaving his man and trying to contest the ball, and then at that point, it just starts ball watching, and so Anderson can just follow up on the rebound. The third goal was pretty good as well. That was, I think, that was Maguire doesn't do too well at midfield, but McHugh again, it's one he spots the danger. He's running with Willock, yeah. but Willock's not even running full pelt. And at no point does McGee, sorry, McHugh think, right, I should probably get goal side here to stop him putting the cross in. He doesn't bother that. It's an easy slip through ball, and then again, it's an easy cross field pass for McLean running in at the back post. Again, not really picked up. It's, but that might, in fact, I just want to go through all these because I've basically done them all now. The fourth one's hilarious as well because the fourth one is a free kick and nobody, it's such schoolboy stuff, nobody bothers to try and stop David Wotherspoon getting the ball in space. Like There's nobody there to mark him and, and stop the quick pass. Wotherspoon then has time, loads of time, to just pick it across. It's just a simple ball into the box. McLean flicks his leg out. Again, pretty much unmarked and it's a goal. There was... Just... <laughs> <laughs> There's there were smaller moments throughout that which amused me. Um, where the second goal when Carson, I think he kind of made the save, yeah, and then Anderson fired in. Um, Charles Dunn fell over him, which was quite funny. <laughs> the Steve McLean, his second goal, the one where well, it ran off McHugh. Aldred could also see the danger, and rather than get into, and back back into a position where he can kind of cut out the cross, rather than kind of really force himself out and kind of maybe expose. Expose himself further. Um, instead, he just kind of just stands without following the, the, the without following the play. And the final was the McLean's goal, 
when um, they set his hat to go and Chris Cadden just turns around to the lines when he kind of sheepishly puts his hand up for offside. <laughs> any chance? Any was, chance? I think the the most telling part was that how easy it was for St Johnson was that by the time McLean had scored his hat trick, he wasn't going raj. He was actually just enjoying celebrating yeah. scoring a goal, which is a quite an unusual thing for because him. Because the first two goals, he um, he, did, he, he definitely did. stared uh, he, he stared down the Motherwell fans. Yeah, usually the noising up of home fans is unreserved for for uh, younger players, but mm-hmm. in Scotland we seem to have been reversing that this season with with him and Boyd just beating yeah. uh, beating home fans. But so, yeah, I suppose the the one thing we we should uh, maybe talk about is how much how much is this quite good for Motherwell to get the, the surely will not perform this badly in the cup final a couple of weeks time. It's something they're getting out of the system, or is this yeah, worrying? Yes, and, yes and no, because there was players missing as well. But you, you don't want to fall into bad habits. Yeah, because bad habits are, are hard to shake, and you, you want to be any professional. Will tell you this: you want to be at your best all the time. I mean, it is fair enough sometimes to take to not go full pelt and 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 be at your full concentration yeah. every game because you'll, you'll wear yourself out mentally. But. I don't know. You don't want to be that bad. You don't want to be no. a team. You don't. Want, you want to be motherwell and have to flick the switch in the Scottish Cup final. Well, not, that's, that's, I have to say, not all of them were that because uh, the, the detail I enjoyed the most from the game was after uh, Big Ram Allen's goal was uh, Curtis Main chasing the ball out of the net to, to, uh, to run it back to the centre spot, which I thought. Oh was yeah, they actually, they actually <laughs> had a wee bit of pressure, and they were like even doing stuff like taking quick throw-ins and stuff. Yeah, they were like, "You really think you can get back at <laughs> this? This isn't Hibs, circa two thousand and nine, whatever it was." The, as McFadden said on Sportsound, Motherwell. The thing about Motherwell is that one or two players have an off day. There's a lot of players that have their off day against um, against St. Johnson. One or two uh, players have an off day, and the system kind of crumbles. Yeah, yeah. So the, it's, it's a very much a collective effort, uh, a collective effort for Motherwell to perform. Once when everyone's performing, they're a great team to watch, hard team to play against. But when they're not, especially if their defence plays. As um, haphazard as hazard as that, they can um, be got. They've conceded nine goals in two games against St Johnson because they got beat four one in the opening game, one of the first games of the season. In fairness, the dad team is eight men. <laughs> <laughs> Again, points of the collective effort. <laughs> the, um, I did I think it was Craig Cairns noted it on the, the the WhatsApp chat. Stephen McLean was getting interviewed after, and uh, basically. The interview, so I'm surprised uh, Tommy Wright took you off uh, when you're going for the, your fourth goal. And he goes, Ah, you probably got a, sh- a call from the uh, the chairman to get me off, so I don't have to pay a bonus. And he kind of just laughs, like, yeah, I'm, I'm being deadly serious here. <laughs> Cheap bastard. Uh, yeah, maybe. But at the same time, I think if Tommy Wright had gotten that call for the chairman just to be stubborn, he would have kept him on for the yeah. full 90. Um, it was, because that was the thing as well, because they took off McLean, they also took off Willick as well, I think. They made like two or three changes and brought like younger players on and brought Scoogle on as well, who's been injured for mm. quite some time. And you can't, so you looked at the St Johnson team that was left and it was like, they score another goal here! <laughs> what, what, I do want to ask, you know, I know it's only his second appearance, but what did, did you see much of McMillan that. No. No. That's kind of good. That's towards the end of the game, yeah, I was like. Switching off, yeah. Uh, it did kind of read um, that both Willick and Williams played well. Yeah, they played well. Uh, I thought Wotherspoon, uh, Wotherspoon's kind of playing on a deeper role a bit recently. He, he looked alright as well. Lots of Johnson players did play pretty well. I thought main... Motherwell in the second half, 
As bad as they were defending, they, they didn't really create much mm. either. Uh, Main was a handful in the first half. The first half just seemed like typical end of season fair with Main kind of the standout is, you know, he always plays, at, you know, full pelt and running about and budging and folk. And so he was kind of standing out. And then once St. Johnson just got a hold of the game, he kind of faded away a bit. Nadir Chifchi is just a... Just a role shell of a man. Just a role player now. He wasn't too bad, but it's just, it's just like oh, you've just lost it. I mean, that's a shame. Moving on to the Friday night. <laughs> you game. Of a link I, know, I was trying to think. Of, I was like, what else has caused shame? What uh, else, no, is, what else is a shell of a man? <laughs> um, anyone? No, no, I'm not doing that. Friday night's uh, live kickoff, a uh, live game. Sorry, was Patrick Thistle one, Ross County one. Uh, it features some of the worst deliveries I think we've uh, we've seen in s- this season. Would that be a fair comment? It's, this was a Friday night game. It's happened so long ago. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. I thought it was an. I thought it was an, an interesting enough game. There's a lot just of... because there was a lot of uh, switching about tactically. Yes, I've not seen the game myself, but I did uh, did hear that. I think there was what three formation change or five formation changes in total. Three for... Three for County. Three yeah, for County. County, County, started, County back, started with a champ, yeah. Started with a back three, but it was effectively a back five. Shalk and Mackay were just so Actually, isolated and in attack, and then they switched to a... I think it was just basically four four two. 4 No, no, sorry, they went, they went diamond. They went, went diamond and um, matched, I think... Aye, Thistle played a diamond. Thistle played a diamond. I think went to uh, basically tried to match them up, and uh, they were they were a lot better for it. Um, I, I, honestly, this game's kind of blown. Going blank, am I? It's not very good because I've not seen it. I can just talk uh, generally about Thistle. Then. No, no. I mean, I've to find it. I was going to say Thistle's goal was 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 good. It was a, probably the only good delivery, uh, a good finish from Erskine. Uh, and that, that and uh, then bizarrely Archibald said in his post match that uh, I think the problem was that we scored. That's you don't want that when you're down the bottom struggling. You don't you don't want that in any football game. <laughs> I mean, this might explain why Partick's are where Partick's are, but uh, well, that's that's the kind of thing I was going to say. There's just there's something wrong with this all this year because you just keep expecting them to get out of this, and mm-hmm. they just continue to look very uninspired. Yeah, and it's. So many players are playing below their kind of normal station. I mean, they're part of... <laughs> I'm going to throw some shade there. I mean, they're part of Crystal players. They're hardly world beaters to begin with. But loads of guys in that team we've seen play better than this top flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it spoke a lot. I think Osman, he wasn't even playing, was he? On the bench. No, he's, he's been pretty poor since coming back for injury. Elliot's been poor since coming back for injury. He's had, well, he's had a couple of no-bad games, but overall... He's not been consistent enough. Yeah. Um, even guys, like obviously Doolan's kind of been... Sh- and, uh, I think he's been struggling a little on the injury this year. But Connor Sam has been, been their best outfield player. Yeah, Miles Story has been. I mean, considering, he considering he the tries. amount he's played and what he's actually given, and the Just, fact that I think he's quite disruptive in that team. Not like in terms of personality like, or, but just the way, the he, way he, pl- he plays can only can yeah only the way it. he plays the game he, he's a very kind of singular player I don't think he fits in well to what that team's supposed to do and there's been no real output from him that's the issue is that he's not it's not as if he's contributed goals or assists right like he just he just seems to get in the way yeah more than anything and then there's guys like, like Niall Keown Callum Booth um, even Erskine uh, a lot of guys who just haven't been playing at their best and you wonder like so many times you have players who have their best form and then they're, they're never that good again. That's their peak and that's yeah. them. And 
you kind of wonder whether it's Archibald or whether a lot of the players in this Thistle team have hit that peak and that's yeah, really yeah. Yeah. and you'd be worried that no one's done it this season there's not been one person no. to push beyond and you, you know, Salmon's still not anywhere near so I, I, even then even then, then. He was, he's not as good as he was at Killing yeah, yeah there's, there's, a, there's a championship championship look about Thistle so a lot of these players well quite a few did play in the championship um, and then when you add when you add people like Martin Woods Woods is actually probably one of the better players but he's, he's still he's, he's Exactly, so you're, you're adding him, he's been one of the better players, but he's, he's never going to be a top six. No. A, a top six uh, player. Um, as for County, it's just, <laughs> the, I mean, that, that, the, the goal they conceded just about summed him up, it was just, dash stupid mistakes. And Harry Suter coming to win the header, leaves all that space in behind. Going, and then uh, trying to get back into the game. There's two teams that I think players are all right. Players are right, but there's no you don't you don't expect chances to be created from either team. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- so I think once it went to one all, you were like, "This is going to like." It, I suppose the penalties, if the penalty shot, there was an awful lot of them in that game. But that was the amount of penalty shots there was probably indicative of how yeah. poor the chance uh, the and chance creation was. And how poor, the, how poor the penalty shots were as well. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And Ross County's main attacking outlet was Jason Naismith. Yeah, as um, it has been through most of the yeah. season. He was just he just got the ball and, and tried to ball, do things. Yeah, yeah ball yes. forward. Garding, he was, was played as a number ten and didn't offer anything. Keeler Dunn came on. I know Graham had him his top twelve wingers. That's a stretch. I'd quite like Keeler Dunn. I think he's, he's good, but he's... I've, I've yet to put together my top 12. I would have initially said he would be in it, but I've yet to put the list out in front of me and see, so maybe not. <laughs> he could have done he's, 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 he's not done anything in, in, in about eight months. Oh, come on, what about that performance against Dundee? That was only three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> was that the four... Yeah. Okay, Skilled give that, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Too much football. <laughs> You're really like you're beaten down by life right now. <laughs> I'm so shattered. I've done nothing. I don't know, yeah, we can talk about uh, County's equaliser. It was a good finish from... from yeah, the guy, it was but, really good finish. I mean, it's an absolute from, shamble. From the relegator. Yeah, from the relegator. But an absolute shambles uh, defensively from, from Thistle. Like, off, like four of them claimed for offside on a boy that's clearly not. To be a, fair, I, on first... Uh, on watching it live, I did think it was. I was waiting for the offside flag to go go up, but it was, it was obviously clearly clearly on. Um, there's been signs in the last few weeks, or uh, with Billy McKay getting back to the Inverness Billy McKay, uh, his first spell. Yeah, not quite, but 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 there's yeah, there's, there's been a little. Yeah, yeah. little uh, I mean, the, the way he took that goal when that kind of bounced up, and I think I, I was kind of ha- I was expecting him to uh, finish. I thought it was. Four or five months ago, or last right, season, right. I'd be uh, either over the bar or he just hits it off. Um, He's on <laughs> that as well. But the he was um, he, he was kind of moved deeper. Um, he was more involved in shout just because he's he still uses his body very well. He still uh, challenges for he- headers. He still links play uh, well. It's just, just looking at Ross County, all those teams down the bottom, oh, they're just fucking shit. <laughs> 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 no, they, they just, there's both like um, Hamilton, Thistle, the bottom Ross four County, really thoroughly deserve to be the bottom four. Yeah, they do. There's there's aspects of their play um, which I 
which you find like yeah on the good day the, on the good yeah. days uh, when, when they have their best eleven I think that's that's decent enough but there's just um, there's just something missing and I think that something missing is quality yeah, I was <laughs> going to say the talent yeah. um, just well because uh, we probably won't talk about him on the Dundee chat because he wasn't playing but I was looking at the Y Scout they've now uh, um, added expected goals yeah I've noticed <laughs> Who's <laughs> fifth for expected goals of 10.79 in the league? Musa. Musa. <laughs> he scored two. <laughs> or, is it, or has he scored more? Has he no, scored he two scored, from open play? It's two, three from open play. Three from open play? Uh, I think he's actually got. Is it, he must have about six or seven goals now because he scored a few penalties. Uh, potentially. I've Aye, so yeah, he has scored, exactly. he scored a few He's exactly. definitely scored three goals exactly. to open play. He scored twice against St. Johnson and once against Hull. Yeah, of course, of course. I've not seen that, uh, the highlights of St. Johnson game. But yeah, uh, just seeing him fifth place, it uh, cracked me up big time. And then, but then I realised... Um, he's, you... he's probably going to be signed by Craig Levine next season. <laughs> when you think of the, some of the chances he's missed, as in in the six-yard box with a goal right in front of him. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's one. So I suppose we should move on to, to Dems Park now that, uh, that we've introduced an, an aspect of their comedy to the show. They beat Hamilton one 0 I was there. So, how was it? It wasn't too bad actually. Dundee. Not it was very foully. Oh yeah, that was funny um, because Hamilton were quite cynical in their fouls. Dundee had a couple as well, but Hamilton especially so. And that really, I mean, the Dundee fans like to boo anyway, and they oh. <laughs> There was some amount of seas that was good. I was quite enjoying it. So there was that. There was also the fact that Dundee in the first half knocked about pretty well. In the second half, Aki's came back strong. They would have deserved their point. But uh, Dougie Emery, yeah, he fucked it. Um, just, I think you saw it in the replay, he just hits away shin, doesn't he? No, yeah. not his shin, he's heel. heel. Hits away shin, <laughs> that would be impressive. Yeah, it was another game as well, but there was quite a few formation changes. Dundee started... In easy, try to leave some space while I remember stuff. And did Dundee start? Was Dundee started with four three three. What? Four three three. Four three three. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Aye. Four. Maybe four one four one. Would call it or something along those lines. Yeah. With Whiten on the left and O'Hara on the right. This is just like being at a conversation between Tony Mark and John Wilson. Oh yeah, Deacon on the right. It was yeah. O'Hara, McGowan and Kamara a little, yeah, bit, yeah, a little yeah. bit deeper. And it was um, Murray up front. They played the same system away to Muddle the previous week. Uh, but they kind of got a blow early in that one where Musa went off and AJ Leachsmith came on. And he's just, you know, he's not as good as holding the ball up as Musa. I mean, Musa's not great, is he? Let's, let's no. be honest, but he's... He can be a nuisance and he's in his better days and when he's playing well he does he causes defenders a problem and he can make the ball stick and attack and it's without that against Motherwell it was only going to be an uphill battle for them. And this one obviously you're playing at home and it makes it a little bit better. It also helps as well that Craig Whiten was, was good. He was really good. He was really good. Good at carrying the ball. Yeah, he's he's he was kind of he's quite deceptively deceptive. If yeah, I can put it that way because yeah. you don't look at him and think he's somebody who's going to dribble around but he, mm-hmm. he gave the Aki's defenders quite a ton of time on that flank so Aki's had started in a they'd played I really wish I had my notes <laughs> they'd played a, a 3-5-2 I think yeah. I'm right in saying they changed that at half time to a 4-2-3-1 and that kind of got them their foothold back in the game but then 
McCann eventually answered with about 15 or 20 to go. He changed the formation himself, going to a three. So then Hamilton reverted back to their three, kind of, actually went kind of three, four, three, three yeah, yeah. at the end. And I'm not. Oh, they almost, they, they almost worked for them. Yeah, I mean, like, quick, quick throwing for. Yeah, they, they, kept, really they well. kept doing that. Like, they kept, the, anytime the ball was out near the hat and the Hampton bench, the ball was thrown. And that's, 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 that's what they do. They just, they, they constantly keep you guessing. Even if, again, we're talking earlier on, talking about the lack of quality. One thing Hamilton do is they keep you guessing, they keep you on your toes. Uh, similar to, to, to Motherwell, less talent again. And they just, just make it very difficult for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, with Holt's goal, how many times, if he did that 100 times, how many times has it gone in? Because he, he caught it very, very. It was that a deceptive. One? Yeah. It was a very. Uh, it had a surprise amount of uh, power behind it. It was almost like one of those. You were the free kick takers in Cebuto, you have to take, bring on. Like that, they just the trap there. No, you don't. It doesn't matter. But can't run with the free kick takers. No, no, no. no. Oh, just, right. Maybe it's because it was it's my dad's collection. Free kick takers, so, they don't just pick another player and put them beside No, no, like it was a, like there was a set piece thing. It was bigger than your average Cebuto player, and you flick, flicked the leg of it. And it that sounds like cheating. Well, was this definitely Cebuto? Was this not another just, game? No, no, it was definitely Cebuto. But, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. Ridiculous, oh, ridiculous challenge by Daniel Jeffries, who was yeah, bailed out by his goalkeeper. Absolutely mental. It was one. Of, it looked like more like a rugby cha- challenge. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was, you're contesting a ball in the air as opposed to a uh, striker going on. Yeah, it struck me as if um, the Hamilton players going for the that was um, Ogbo mm. yes. brought down. Uh, it was like NFL wise was going for uh, was going for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. and, just a white uh, receiver, yeah. yeah, just had that. Someone hail Mary's. Just white yeah. out. Yeah. And then he was called for pass interference. So, yeah, but if that is something. I'm not. That, yeah, and, yeah, uh, I'm not sure how to carry this on further. Do Emery fumbled at the goal line? He definitely. He fumbled into the back of the end zone. Touchback. It was uh, it was marvelous the, the reaction afterwards with uh, the whole of Dens Park singing uh, uh, singing. They, they were they were interchanging between um, praising Neil McCann because uh, he's he's blue, he's white, he's fucking dynamite, mm-hmm. and uh, just singing one degree memory. I think it was one degree memory. Well, uh... No, it was like I, f- I thought they were singing one degree memory. All oh, right, I at one point. I'm Gar- sure they heard degree memory. You're a banker as well, uh-huh. but not banker. Gary said that, uh, <laughs> that, that Parrish had been involved in trying to psych Emery out, which unfortunately wasn't included in the highlights. Yeah, so, I, I didn't see that as well, but Gary said that. The, I, he was definitely at this... He was, uh, Parrish was... When the camera shot to the the box, Parrish was standing at the, the, the penalty spot. Right. But that was that, that was it. I think he said they basically told Emery you better score this or something. But he did. He got he sorted them out. But that should be... Dundee safe. The Dundee be, safe. Yeah, be. I was uh, just while oh. there are six points clear. Yeah. So like it, the, the disaster does have to happen. And let's be honest, that's it's Dundee Football Club, so disaster could happen. Disasters. <laughs> disasters <laughs> not just around the corner. You're just waiting at the door. <laughs> disaster. It's just, just disaster. constantly just chipping away at the door. Disaster is but hiding in the wheelie bins outside the house. So overall, what do we think of the job McCann's done? Seeing as he's pretty much kept them up. I, it's, it's, I, I think it is a difficult one. I mean, um, that cat's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Um, he as like he's not as he's not got as good a team as Hartley. 
overall would you say just because of the, the oh, fact yeah, that Bain, Hemming like Bain yeah, and yeah, the good Hemmings and, and, yeah. and Stewart uh, I didn't think Cartley did a particularly particularly good job no. McCann's kept them in the, the Premier with, with their money with their money issues yeah, um, the, the as they always are at Dundee yeah. um, they've maintaining their safety has, as it was paramount he's done that he has tried to bring a new um, kind of style of football a he's, bit of different mentality a little but like it's but you know, I think they're they're not walkovers or they're not like nice Dundee anymore like McCann's trying to they can mix it yeah, a bit of steel, a yeah. bit of backbone into them, which they didn't necessarily have under Hartley. You know, um, but I think it's a, it's a different one. I, I like McCann as a, as a personality and what he's brought to the game this season. Um, the, the, the beef with uh, Tommy Wright uh, should have had him as a candidate for, uh, for Man of the Year. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, is that the something that a couple of teams in the league are lacking is he's started to bring an identity to Dundee. Yeah. What they need now is stability. To build and need to build. Yeah. They, so the, the, he's done. Uh, sorry, Gary gave us a stat today. They've used thirty-four players this season. Twenty-one of them have made their debut with the no, club. That's mental. Which that's that's not good in terms no. of uh, for, for for any club. But that's obviously Neil McCann completely reshape, reshaping the team. It's almost like uh, Paul Hartley might buy a lot of players and not have a clue what to do with them, and that was McCann was having to go through them and see yeah. like just be like. Do these boys deserve a chance? But, or not? Mc- but McCann's also he's, he's also he's brought, in, brought in a lot of players. Um, the twenty-one are Parish, Ferry, Kevin's keeper, Waddle, Jeffries, Piggott, Henry, Colker, Kasunga, Meekins, uh, Bash, John, Deacon, Walters, Kama, Kamara, Lambert, Allen, Spence, Musa, AJ, Murray, Henry, Scott. There's about eight people there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not really a very good thing considering the amount of games you watch. Yeah. So I think we'll leave the bottom six there. Yes. We'll, we'll go to the top six. We'll go to the game that took place in the the basking sunshine yesterday at Elfton <laughs> Castle Park. Um, so where Celtic beat Hearts three one. Um, so just how how much more do you think you should have been cuffed by if you'd uh, you played exactly like Brendan Rodgers wanted to? Play? <laughs> you moaning, greeting face, little bastard. What? Get the fuck out of here, you dick! What an absolute fanny. Like, like, can we just take a moment? Like, what an absolute prick. Oh, the grass is too long. Oh, you're still champions. It doesn't matter. Like, I fucking hate him, honestly. He's learning the ways of the force. It's so, like... Paranoia, paranoia. <laughs> Everybody's coming to get me. Um, I... Can we just say, the Guard of Honour was... Super. Was the best thing Hearts have done this season. Yeah, because... Like, I was, I, I was John like, McLaughlin though breaking ranks I know. people well, said on uh, yeah, he I think must it was, be getting a free contract no I think it was Twitter it was like see McLaughlin keeping his options open <laughs> <laughs> I was because uh, I, I, I was outside the ground when uh, you mentioned about the guard honour so that, 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 that text you say uh, kind of incandescently it's like did we give him a guard honour um, kind of <laughs> but then having seen it this morning they go Wow, that's. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad it was that guard order rather than no guard order at all. <laughs> Just like, so indifferent. Yeah, because it'd, be, it'd been like whipped up as a much bigger thing if you yeah. hadn't given them a guard of honour and stuff like that. The only Whereas, way that could be better is if everyone they had turned their back. back. <laughs> or I think it's a sarcastic hand clap would have been better. Just yeah. for that. <laughs> um, I didn't really see. Rogers, I didn't see Rogers' comments until oh, uh, until today. Stop fucking talking uh, about and him. there must have been 
kind of three different articles of him bleating. Mm-hmm. Like there was uh, um, gamesmanship, there was the length of the uh, length of the grass. I think there was the the tackles as well. Yep. Um, it was just it was just a weird thing to do. I, obviously, it's a carry. I think it basically is a carry on from um, it's it's a, right a, a, an, yeah. an extension from Levine. Uh, no, just that, right back to the start of the season and his mouthing off about heart sack and Cathro. Oh, yeah, of uh, course, yeah. Mr. I don't talk about other clubs. Yeah, yeah. So, you, would you say, would you characterise uh, Brent Lodger as a compulsive liar? I don't know. Like, you know to... <laughs> I don't know, you shouldn't ask me, you should ask that boy in the Clyde Tunnel. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Who definitely exists. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's just it's, it's a, it's such a strange thing for Rodgers to get. The, the way he presents himself to get involved in, yeah. especially after. Uh, I mean, if you were going to complain about something, you might want to really complain about Stephen Naismith getting away with. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's uh, fine. I mean, that, that, that was a red card challenge. Yeah. I, th- I thought the other one was borderline as well. Yeah. The the one on Forrest, I, I think I was a yellow. I, 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 I think it's I would, a, I would mean, I think it's what Craig Anderson sometimes refers to as an orange card. Yeah. I think it's between a yellow and a red. It's speaking of orange cards, I think that would have went down well at Time Capture yesterday, judging by some of the songs that were uh, being sung. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and also the, the striker. Um, yes. It's kind of, it reminds me slightly of Bowman's elbow on Cardozo earlier in the season mm-hmm. in that you're not necessarily trying to hit your opponent, but... But by the very virtue of what your, your action I, but is. You, you, you use a football on the park, you have to, you're, you have to like watch out for the safety of others as well and that's what I think Naismith didn't do I think he very deliberately went over the top of the ball not necessarily to get Forrest but to plant his foot on the other side of the ball so he could then turn away from Forrest but in doing that Forrest is there (laughs) he puts Forrest in danger and it could have been a really bad challenge Um, it's probably he didn't go in at full speed so it's kind of one of those ones where I'm not sure it's excessive force or not I'd say it's just reckless and give him a yellow card but definitely the brown one. He's just, he's just done him. And he will be... The great thing is that he will probably get cited for it. However, the citation itself might not come until after the Edinburgh Derby. Uh, and if, that, if, if that's the case... Still, still appeal it anyway, if that's the case, Hearts appeal it and then he goes back to Norwich and he doesn't even serve the man. Right. That is, that is what you call a freebie. There <laughs> 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 No, I was, just, I, was, I was just going to say something yeah, controversial. Okay. I would, I uh, Hearts went one, one, went one up uh, through a great goal from Kyle Lafferty, but they should have been ahead even earlier when... Uh, no, 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 come on. Come on, Duncan, you know that uh, Brother Madden would, would never... Oh, yeah, I forgot, forgot about that. Yeah, he's... I mean, it was one. Of, I suppose it is one of those honest mistakes there that that all happens against against Celtic. So you know, finally one's gone in the favour. Yeah, just but, the one. Uh, yeah, um, I love Celtic the, fans will be uh, bashing that unsubscribe button right now. <laughs> 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 Give them a good I'm, amazed, this I'm absolutely out. amazed that there's many Celtic fans listen to this. To be honest, <laughs> like, a bit too critical and don't. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, it was a, that was a shocking decision from Bob Madden because there's absolutely no foul. Uh, on being no not at at all the one thing I would say is that Callahan puts his arm he doesn't necessarily have to do it but he puts his arm kind of like it's hard to describe this on audio he he sticks it out and kind of motions motions to wrap it around Bain but he doesn't actually do that he just kind of sticks it back and from Madden's angle, I think it would be pretty easy to to think that he has wrapped it around and he's basically held Bain in place but Bain's a bad keeper for getting involved and like he does get distracted by 
the defender yeah, and the yeah. striker getting and uh, I've seen them. It was it was I've seen that happen a few times. Hearts Hearts as many people have kind of covered already. Hearts played reasonably well in the first half. I still don't think it was anywhere near quite as twenty five to thirty minutes. So, uh, there was. Um, they made it difficult for they made it difficult for Celtic. The game Rogers was talking about it took them uh, Celtic a while to get used to the length of the grass. Utter nonsense. Um, I just think uh, it was your typical Hearts up and at them yeah, performance yeah. at home, which made, made made it stuffy. As soon as Celtic got a foothold in the yeah, game, and then the, the equaliser just kind of you could knocked see the stuffing out of you as well. Without Milinkovic, there was just that little bit. There was no outball, was there? Yeah, there was. Then there was just that lack in that bit of extra quality in the attack that wasn't there. Naismith has basically been che- uh, turned into a centre midfielder. Yeah, he's, uh, he's 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 not a forward at no point. Well, at not at no point in his uh, Hearts career. He started off as a striker, but now he's. Um, Almost been like a, a number eight. Yeah. Maybe a number six. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, second second half was just, was, was like, I think you mentioned it, like Hearts playing away. Um, <laughs> it was end of season game. Celtic basically just kept yeah. Hearts. See, that's the thing about it. I mean, Celtic could give it this crap about the pitch, but to be honest, what was quite un- it was quite deflating about yesterday's results from a Hearts point of view. I mean, I know it is Celtic, and yes, <laughs> they do, even this season, where they've kind of had a few blips, they still beat most teams and do so fairly comfortably. So to kind of give them a game is a bit of a positive. But to me, Celtic looked like they could barely be arsed, and yeah. they still won comfortably. And that was the deflating thing. It was kind of... I think some of the... The Evening News report today said Hearts kind of fought to keep their, their home record intact. <laughs> I mean, did, did they? After the goal, they had better's not long after they'd better with that kind of front post flick on it was only a couple of minutes after Barata equalised and somebody kind of should have been running in to, to tap that home but, but then after that I don't think Hearts created a chance the rest of the game Moore Callahan, Kerry, Naismith Lafferty Adow there's no creativity no there's absolutely I think you're no listing players we should get rid of <laughs> uh, I'll take back Adow and you should probably take back Lafferty. He has scored eighteen goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just not very good. <laughs> I know, but again, he has scored eighteen just, goals. It was just so, it, that was just, you, I think that performance yesterday was Lafferty in a nutshell. Great finish. Actually, when you look at his his touch, isn't great. It kind of hits off his heel. Kind of Lafferty's touch wasn't great. No <laughs> I finish was outstanding, <laughs> and then after that. He spent the whole time offside yeah. and didn't contribute to the, the kind of the, the attacking. Also, the equaliser was his fault. Um, Bayata might be slightly offside, but oh, he, he, he would be—he would literally be about five yards yeah. offside if Lafferty had done what the rest of the team had was doing. Surely yeah. told him to do yeah. and not track the run and just put them all it's offside. Almost like he might be a bit of a idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, that's not for me to say, yeah. but yeah, probably. Uh, I think we just have he to mention. Himself. We just have to mention Celtic second goal that pass from. Project oh, oh that's beautiful! Just one, probably, I'm not probably sh- the best passing season in terms of what it led to. I don't like. It was just nah. Uh, still, uh, the, I, I can't off the top of my head pick, pick out one, but there will be others with a bit more degree of difficulty because he still had time to do it, mm. and Dembele was completely unmarked. That's what, that's what that's what made me curious. Where was Michael Smith? He'd kind of he was waiting on the line for Sinclair's third goal. <laughs> He'd kind of been drawn inside. The whole kind of defence shifted over yeah, when, yeah. when Mitchell advanced. Mitchell shouldn't advanced, although at the same time Lewis Miller has to do better there. But should he do better? Because he's 
not that good? Should he just not be in the team? Not I put in the so. firing line? I think so. That would be the sensible thing to do. But then Ewan Henderson came on instead, and I'm like, oh god, I'll miss you, Lewis Moore. <laughs> What's like Smith? Smith. I really don't want to be bodying like fucking teenagers, but but if needs must. If needs must, they're playing like most weeks, if not yeah. starting and coming on as subs. So what are you supposed to do? Just give them a pass. I'm angry, Duncan. I'm angry right now. The state of my team. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I suppose it doesn't help that you are 20 points behind the Vernon football club. But, uh, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty piss poor for you guys, you <laughs> were you Were you in that video where there was uh, on the the bypass or motorway when Hibs fans were singing Mind the Gap with flares? No, I wasn't. I've not seen that. Although you're wearing a mask. I was, uh, I was coming past, I was driving back yesterday uh, and someone was getting dropped off and they'd be off screen at the Hearts game and they were wearing a Mind the Gap t-shirt and I was like, this season? <laughs> You're going to choose to wear that this season? Yeah, the, the, the atmosphere in the first 15-20 minutes yesterday was uh, what I would describe as poisonous. And I loved it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um, well, I mean, if... Well, okay, yeah. No, just I think the, 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 the repeal of the football thing... thing the football offensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, has really opened people's imagination for a single. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to go with that as a link <laughs> move on uh, well, let's go well, can go, let's go somewhere where there's imaginative <laughs> sing songs let's go, <laughs> let's, let's, go, let's go somewhere where there's never any problem with this, what's this thing that's been done from the stands um, that is this the Ibrox Stadium where uh, Rangers defeated Kamarnock 1-0 and basically uh, forget Stevie G it should be Jimmy Nicol full time no yeah, that was one of my favourite points. Was Chick Young twice making the case that he really hoped that uh, a place was found for, for real Rangers men like Jimmy Nicol in the new setup. But they, uh. that, that was the whole thing about um, in recent weeks. Like, oh, we need more Rangers men in the, the, the team, and they put more Rangers Rangers men in the Rangers team, and they've been scurried twice by Celtic. Yeah. Rangers just about deserved. Yeah, they deserved this one. There was there wasn't really too much in it. I think for the first 60 minutes it was pretty even. Both teams mm. kind of had their spells. Rangers weren't helped by the fact that they started with a 4-4-2, which didn't really work at all. Cummins and Morelos are just not, not compatible. No, not at all. And I Cum- think, but we've said this before, Cummins has got a real problem in the sense that he doesn't develop he needs, partnerships. Um, Cummins needs someone who is unselfish, can yeah. I hope. Yeah. Um, Morelos, I think... Um, Morelos is quite unselfish outside the penalty area and some of the yeah. donkey work he does and dropping quite mm. deep and linking with teammates but once he gets around the box he, 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 he just wants to try and score yeah. um, Cummins just has he lacks spatial awareness whenever he drops deep he's got great awareness in the box where the ball's going to be and stuff like that but whenever he there was at one point where he, he received the, the ball when he's back to goal um, like quite he was quite deep and I think he'd taken it from like a defender yeah, and we'd have no idea what it's to do. It's still turning, but he had nobody around him. He just passed it right back. He was just terrified. He's, he's and he's not particularly great back to goal either. Like he no, does, he, does he, he can't really playing. hold the ball up. Yeah. He's yeah, he's just not. He has to have a specific partner. He has to be on a specific team, and I don't think Rangers. He's, 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 he's not, but he's also not good enough to. I don't think at this stage anyway. To have a team built around him. Yeah. And whether, that, and that's, exactly, that's exactly going to be his issue. So whether whether Nicol deserves credit for taking him off and recognising that he got it wrong, or or, 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 as he, or he might have got lucky because Cummins himself said afterwards that he was ill. 
So he might have just taken him off because of that. He then put on Ross McCrory and Rangers were better as a result. McCrory played really well in front of the defence. Uh, they just switched to a 4-3-3 with him and... Yeah, aye, um, yeah, he was the old midfielder. That's... <laughs> having watched him... Having, having him played uh, against Rangers as a centre-back recently, I think you can see in the short to medium term that he's a midfielder. Yes, I would... Yeah, maybe even longer than that. Yeah. As a centre back, he's not good in the air. He's not good in the air, and he makes well, he makes basic errors. So he's a young boy, so you can maybe say the basic errors are cool. But how much better are you going to get in the air? He's one of the worst players in the league in the air. But he's, but at the same time, he's useful in the air if you play him as a set, uh, play him as a centre mid. Yeah, because protecting. You, yeah, you're probably bigger than all the players yeah. you're coming up against there. So, as I was saying, so. Kind of even in the last half an hour, Kelly just kind of lost it a bit. They didn't. They stopped kind of having their own wee passages of play. Boyd went off. He looked a bit tired. Uh, I think it was Brophy go. Brophy went off as well. Erwin came on, and really they just started. To, they were either fouling every time they kind of looked like they would get the ball, or they would be put under pressure on defence and just kind of lump it and give it away again. So the goal was kind of coming. Uh, pretty good story to be fair. David Bates, he's the last Rangers boy. Uh, Pretty much hung it to dry by the previous manager who was a clueless idiot didn't care what he was doing. And uh, gets his way back into the team and scores a goal in his final. So he'll be pretty pleased about that. It was a pretty old school um, celebration as well. It was it was like two you know, teammates arm in arm. Like, you know, I thought it was quite... Mm-hmm. It, was, it, was, it was a cross that was an absolute nightmare to defend as a as pro- goalkeeper as well. Like, I probably shouldn't call him an idiot, but I just felt like lashing out at him. Because I thought his treatment of Bates was pretty shocking to be honest. Saying like he tried to make it out as if Bates was like, because well he might have been, but I doubt he was offered like some the the wage that would have correlated with the best centre back at Rangers, which is what he is right now. Yeah, I really doubt that was the case. And so if he f- feels that another club's going to develop him, not, well, not necessarily but yeah, develop, but just, also just kind of respect rec- his talents, yeah. then he's got, ev- talent. yeah, yeah. he's got every reason to leave. Yeah. And Murray just pretty much spat the dummy with that. And for to do that to a young boy as well, especially with it, I mean, the Rangers support can fucking turn on people quickly. And that's that's just pretty piss poor. I think they've been quite... For a fucking development coach as well. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the team that comes out and kind of most on top of the David Bates scenario was def- still definitely Rafe Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> Swapped him for uh, Scott Roberts. And, uh, and, uh, and, and Ryan Hardy. And a loan of... Yeah. No, I think it was, I think it was Jordan, Jordan Thompson. Thompson yeah. It wasn't any good either. Um, there's just, just, you know, Mike, there was a great wee, uh, there was a great wee clip that I saw on, on, on Twitter and it was... Uh, I think there were sky cameras at Murray Park or Okinawa, where, what it's called now, filming, uh, training... And switch. The camera turns to uh, to Murray, and he's just on the sidelines, and then he, he clocks the cameras on him, so he just kind of sh- shoots back and just starts pointing and shouting. There's <laughs> 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 uh, like too much else to add about this game. No, it didn't. I, I've only seen the highlights, and from the highlights, it didn't look the most um, inspiring of games. Kilmarnock looked. I we we, we talked about this. But, um, Oh, there was a the hilarious, sorry, there was a hilarious moment where um, uh, Tishobley basically tackled Kurt Broadfoot and yes, stopped so, him from so, scoring. Sorry, you saw that in the highlights with yeah. uh, Broadfoot going absolutely mental. Yeah. Um, when we talked about to come into this split that we, you kind of thought that Kamara could ease off. Yeah. 
Uh, I, just well, I, didn't, I didn't necessarily think they would ease off because it's Steve Clarkstone. I don't think they have eased off. I just think they are the fifth best team in the league, I think, yeah, and the they are going to lose games I think also until Sunday. <laughs> yeah, until Sunday they'll definitely win a game. But that, I think oh, to be fair, that would be the most Hearts thing ever, especially if Hearts don't beat Hibs to then go and win the last game of the season, finally win a game away from home when nobody gives a fuck and there'll literally be nobody there. It'd be quite funny. It would be. Uh, I'd actually be raging I'd actually be annoyed if we'd won a game so we'll move as is tradition on the podcast if it's a 0-0 it goes last and that was Aberdeen Hibs at Pataudry should have probably been 1-0 at least to Hibs when they had a penalty um, Mark Reynolds um, just losing himself like it no what, what happened was uh, I actually <laughs> losing his mind he was actually playing <laughs> I uh, I didn't realise that uh, Hibs had missed a penalty until uh, yesterday evening when I sat down and watched the game. Oh, do you know what I'd done? I was, um, I'd wanted to put a bet and realised it was uh, the games had already kicked off, so I made my selections. It was, uh, <laughs> it was a great, great bet, by the way. It was Motherwell. Um, <laughs> it was a draw between Coventry and Morecambe, because I think a draw suited both teams. I don't know where that result finished up. I didn't bother checking. And the last one was Hibs. So, for... A five already, we're getting back like 130 quid. So put it on, don't have any deposit in my account, make a deposit, go back to put it on, put it to place bet, and the Hibs bet suspends. It's like, alright, what's happening here? And then it changes and it goes to 10 11. I was like, alright, Hibs must have scored. I'll need to put it on anyway. So the odds have gone back down to six, like 65 quid for a fiver, so it's like basically half the odds. So I stick the bet on, then check Twitter. Oh, it's only a penalty, and oh, they've missed it. <laughs> So you're, are you able to put a bet on while they had a penalty? Yeah. Uh, sure, I thought they would... I, 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 I don't think they would do that either. Yeah, but I generally thought they would, you'd have to uh, take the penalty. But they probably... They would count it pretty much as a goal in the odds. Yeah. So it necessarily helps a one-nil, yeah, yeah. but then they might miss it. So I suppose that it does... Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the goal started pouring in at Fur Park anyway. And I was they, like, oh, yeah, that would have been... Doesn't matter what happened. There was an incident before when... Uh, first of all, <laughs> Andy O'Connor was booked after 25 seconds <laughs> for just uh, hauling down uh, um, John McGinn. It was just a, it was a theme of it that would carry on through the match. A um, couple minutes in, and McGinn played a crossfield ball to Boyle, who was, uh, was pulled out uh, wide right. Re- Reynolds had kind of tucked, uh, tucked in, and then when he, as soon as he came out to meet Red Boyle, Boyle just roasted him mm. and uh, put a dangerous cross him. So moments later, uh, Aberdeen were kind of had the ball. Reynolds was very narrow a game, and then like seconds later, where Reynolds was previously, there was nowhere to be seen, and he'd obviously as soon as it, the, the ball turned over, he had uh, dashed out left to Boyle. It's like oh. I better get close to him so I don't get um, caught in uh, caught in such a situation before. So then that opened up all that space for McLaren to run into, and that's how it ended. It transpired that Reynolds had clumsily uh, clumsily took him down. Terrible penalty. Although Joe Lewis was two yards off his line. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. He started, he started you behind you, his line. You don't and see, he still managed yeah, to. You don't see it from the, the angle the, from the TV thing, but then the one from behind, behind the Yeah, side, yeah. Like, ah, yeah, cheating his miles off. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't a great game for your mate uh, McLaren. No, he also missed uh, a. But he's, in the, but he's in the provisional Australia squad. There you go. So it's you know former temporary classes permanent joke. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, John McKinn kicking GMS up in the air. Yeah, uh, there was as a touchline. That was a, <laughs> that was a. Honestly, I really enjoyed it as a no-no. 
Um, I was wasn't in the greatest mood to watch it. Yes, it was uh, absolutely shattered, but force was a fruit, and it was actually really enjoyable just because it was really competitive. There wasn't a lot of great football, but it was just. It was folk were just kicking each other. It was great. Shinny and McGinn were going up against each other. GMS was uh, you could tell that he was he was he was in a confident mood. He was getting the ball and he was he was really direct. So you had him and Boyle uh, getting the ball and uh, running it, and running West defenders. West defenders. Yeah, <laughs> defenders. The um, McInnes. For the first half, every time the Alba camera, every time there was a foul on uh, a hips player, the camera just cut to McInnes, and McInnes had just had his head on his hands. <laughs> Unbelievable that he's, uh, the hips were constantly getting the fouls. John McGinn spent half of the, uh, half of the game moaning, and the other half getting fouled or fouling. Um, it, was, it was just really competitive without there being well, I don't think, too much. I don't think either team was going to go gung-ho for it. I think if it had been in there, if the, it would have been quite interesting had had Hibs, the McLaren scores, yeah. Penalty because then Aberdeen would be forced to because that changes the if Hibs were one 0 up after within ten minutes, yeah, that will filter down to what's on the box as well. But the, you, it could have been very interesting. Aberdeen would have had to come out and play, um, and uh, yeah, that might have made it more entertaining game. But instead, we got a kick fest. So that's, yeah. uh, uh, again, it was, it was, I think it was just—it wasn't one for the purists, but it was—it was, it was enjoyable. Yeah, um, it still like keeps things interesting going into yeah, the last definitely. two games of the season. So that's that's it, kind of all that we can do. You see ask that for. Uh, GMS is it's apparently out of the the Rangers game, so That'll interesting make it to see no, what no difference to Aberdeen falling apart. Yeah, it would be interesting to see what. Sorry, we just seen a flying cat. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what McInnes decides to do and what daft formation he comes up with as uh, Aberdeen shit it's time for <laughs> Aberdeen old firm tumble the Sam Cosgrove is, is Sam isn't it yes yeah. he um, he looks okay he looks he's okay he's good at winning fouls because yeah. there was that one that, uh, that led to the free kick where he absolutely went looking for it like uh, throwing yourself into a challenge and then hitting the deck was he is very young. It's very I think it's potential. Well, that's, yeah, I think and we I think kind of said that they, they would just uh, he had the attributes available to them that for cheap basically. Yeah, but they thought they could mould them in a way that they might not be. I think McKinnis said as well that he's he's what is he twenty twenty one and McKinnis said he's also in football terms is even younger, which I presume yeah. mean that he's not played that many games. So I think, I think that they can. I don't think they wanted to get him so soon, but because he's, they were able, able to get him so soon that they brought him in yeah. to be able to mm-hmm. work with him. The, but I did notice that uh, I'm sure I read it right. Jaden Stockley scored 24 goals this season for Exeter. Yep, that's uh, that's more goals than uh, the, the heart striker coming in. Richie, so there you go. Oh, yeah. To be fair, not so, as good as Jaden Stockley. Is that is that uh, League Two? <laughs> yes. League, league Two. Uh, we have, as I say, that went to a League One match a couple of weeks ago. Charlton versus Scunthorpe, and oh my word, it was one of the worst games I've ever seen. Like. So bad, so physical, but absolutely no technique whatsoever. Jake Mulraney will assist him for about 13 years. <laughs> Jake Mulraney and, and uh, Warren Shanklin just playing right behind him. After Thomas Aware makes a goal saving challenge at the other end. Well, I think that's it. We're about to go and record Textra. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're doing some Fowler's Howlers. Mm-hmm. And we've got Fowler here as well, which makes the show, the format working better. Yep. Uh, until Thursday show, which I'm not sure who is on, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, it's uh, me, Joel, and Sean. We're uh, oh. doing the best moments from the second half of the season. Oh, brilliant. And I that promise was... to be in better fettle. Better performance than today. Good. 
Sure, everyone's, everyone will look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, if you you can visit the website, which is uh, terracepodcast.net. Mm-hmm. We are on Twitter at terracepodcast. You probably know that already. Mm-hmm. We have a, a intermittent Instagram account. I'm looking at Joel right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what the fuck's going on with that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I need to. I'm, I need to make a plan for the the, the new season. Right. Yeah. Me too. Really commit to. Yeah. Uh, and then you can email us, and that is terracepodcast at gmail dot com. Yes. I probably got that right. Uh, yes. So, Joel, say goodbye. Sorry and goodbye. <laughs> you forgot about the Patreon. Oh, I said we we're about to record that. Where, be... where did they find it? How much did it cost? Two dollars a month. Or <laughs> calm down, text. <laughs> yes, it does feel good. Uh, yes, you, the Patreon. Uh, just search Test Podcast Patreon. Uh, there's lots of good stuff going up there, uh, and has been all season. And you can listen to all that sort of stuff as well. So yeah, uh, if you if you happen to be playing playoff football this week, enjoy your football. But if not, see you later on. It could right. be Premiership. What's that? Premiership. This maybe. Oh, that as well. Yeah. Still loads of football. Bye. Bye. I said bye twice like in somebody else's word. Bye. Bye. <laughs>Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.